Season two. Hey everyone. Woo! Welcome to season two of the Musicians Insider. I can almost say it. I'm Cronus, and today we have very special guests with us, Zach and Chance from Fallset. What's going on? Fresh back from four shows with a major label band Dream Theater on a tour. So let's talk about these shows before we do anything else, and then we'll get back to the the basis of life and what where it started. Absolutely. Hey, man, let's, let's thanks hear for having us on, by the way. Hey, thanks for joining my, my, my podcast. It's always good to have Chance back on, number yeah, two. Man. Last, You know what? His podcast had the most views I ever had on a podcast, so maybe this one will outdo it. And uh, leave yeah. a comment in the, in the, in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, the tour, eh? It was great. It was great. It was a great time. First uh, tour back from, you know, being shut down for the past two years. So it was... Uh, Quite the experience, especially being a local, you know, startup band for the longest time, and then, you know, being put on a tour like that—it's like rags to riches, so. right? Weird, sort of like from this to, to that. Yeah, indie to major so quick, but then it's like, well, I guess my question is, what's what was the what, what was the sort of the thing that you learned by doing a show that big that you wouldn't know unless you've done that show? Like for other bands who've never done a show of this level, and what was the the, the venue like, the Bell Center? Montreal, or what, where, where were you playing? Uh, Place Bell, Montreal. Uh, yeah. The Meridian Hall used to be the Sony Center in Toronto. And how many people does that hold? Over 3,000, I think, just over 3,000. Mm -hmm. That's pretty big. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. It's was crazy. There's, you know yeah. what? It's weird though, like I, I was chill, I was calm for the shows, which I expected to be like way more nervous, which we were like leading up to the tour. But once we were on tour, we were like, a show's a show. You know, once we got out there on stage, it just all, the rehearsals all just came back to us and we like felt like we were back in the rehearsal rooms. Yeah, for sure. And that's how and why you rehearse so much before you go. You see bands, they have three <clears throat> weeks of rehearsals for their tour. People are like, what, nine to five? Like, yeah, that's, there's a reason. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, any surprises? A couple surprises. A couple of like technical difficulties here and there, but uh, it all got sorted out by the second show. And regardless of the technical difficulties, to the crowd it was almost seamless and still went over pretty well so so for you now this is a special thing because you know you're opening for your dad's band obviously that's a big thing what was that what was that like it was great yeah it was something dude it's something i wanted to do since i was a little kid i'm sure he really was proud moment mm -hmm. that's good yeah. man congrats that's sick i think that's that's awesome you got to do that it so great any any was there any moments because I, I didn't go to the shows i didn't see them yet but were there moments together that we're gonna see soon like highlights of us yeah we we shot a ton of footage from this tour so we're really looking forward to putting all that out there for yep. everyone to see yeah our, our good buddy yeah our good buddy alex mcfarland actually came out with us for the trenches media for the entire tour and uh yeah he's a great videographer and captured a lot of great stuff so you're excited to see it yeah did you shoot any live footage for your like you can do a video for one of the songs yep. yeah i think we are putting together a live music video for for the one track off the new album what is there does it people know what song it is yet or is it still decided no one knows no no one knows Ooh, so to be now surprise yeah, that's pretty cool um i'm not here to interview you either i'm here to have a conversation so what do you want to talk about yeah i want to talk about you man yeah what's up what's yeah. new how you doing what's going on um well season two Yep. You know, I, I just sort of learned from my management that I have to book shows. Nice. And I said, well, okay, let's book shows. So I'm working on 
methods to do that. I think we want to do one big show in Toronto. I haven't picked the venue, but it might be something like the Horseshoe. Hopefully, Craig will let us. Nice. Um, if not, something similar. And then the idea is to invite a lot of people and just promote the hell out of the show and have a great you know turnout. Maybe you know. Who knows? Maybe you guys want to come play. Yeah. You know, if I booked the room. When are you hoping to do I, that? I, I, first thought was June, and then I talked to the drummer yesterday, and he's I know, going to be out west and stuff, so I might make a, a trip out there and do some some jamming, and maybe even play a show or two. That'd be awesome. I just I'm considering the lineup. You know, do we want to add a bass player? Do I need to add a bass player? And I'd like to start playing more frequently around here just to get my chops up because like that's kind of what I was supposed to be doing. So mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure. Yeah. Um, so that's what's up with me. Nice. Um, we awesome. all did a show in Elmville. It was awesome. And uh, you can see my set on my YouTube channel from it. And hopefully we can do more shows um, around here, at least with all the restrictions that are lifted March 21st. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. Well, um, crazy. our new album comes out June 10th, and we've been talking about potentially doing a, a release party for it in Midland at the MCC, potentially. So we're, we're work, working that all out now. So that'd be really that'd be cool. Really awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And maybe it'll be warm. I also like the idea of like, they had some stages down here before for some events. It'd be cool to do something in town someday, you know, but yeah. I think Toronto's the focus, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't know. I mean, MCC sounds pretty awesome too. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice venue. I like it there. Interesting. We actually had a, we had a week prior to the tour, we, Went over to the MCC to do a few rehearsal shows um, with our production manager uh, that was also our labs, uh, live sound guy. And so Kevin's awesome. Yeah, we went there and, you know, did a few Shout rehearsal shows. Shout out Kevin Grenier, best sound guy in the world. Yeah, Kevin um, did our show in Elmville and I recorded it. And the audio from that is the best set I've got recorded audio-wise so far. And, I, you know, thanks to him, it was better than it needed to be. So, yeah. yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also had a really good um, thing happen where I switched to the Axe Effects the yeah. night before. And my guy, shout out to AJ out in LA, who uh, helped me program it so that my tuner button from the 11 rack now worked on the Axe Effects. Shit like that. Nice. When I play, it's all Ableton. You just, it all just goes. Mm-hmm. Do anything. But it would be nice to have a bass player maybe instead of having a keyboard. Yeah. Hmm. So any shows coming up? No, but that's what we're working towards right now is the States, hopefully in the summer or the fall. Very cool. Yeah. How about new songs? New songs. Yeah, we got two more singles coming out. And then right after that, the new album is out in June. Yep. So four singles in total. We just dropped Lullabies and Love Me Like My Demons too. Two more. And then the album. Really excited for it too. It's great. It's the best album ever written. So tell me about Riley. Bass player's not here right now. No, let's not talk about that guy. Fucking Riley, man. Jesus. Killed it in the Elmville show. Actually, Surprisingly, yeah. Riley, I'm a little bit jealous right now about his new endorsement deal with Dingwall Bases. I don't even have an endorsement yet. Well, what do you do? Sing? Just be like, you know, hook me up. Yeah. Generally, they, that's their job. The people yeah. at NAMM, they're like, they're there to find artists. Because anyone who yeah. can get into NAMM had a reason to be there. If you can get into NAMM, you're showing some initiative to be able to go. It's right. kind of weird how that yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's hear. I'd love June. to go to NAMM. You know what? Uh, Don't book your show during the NAMM show. No. June. Um, when, what, when June. is it again? Yeah, exactly. Google that shit. <laughs> well, we were talking earlier, actually, about the skateboarding. Uh-huh. And if I went down there, I'd love to... I'd love to do some skateboarding down there. Well, duh. It's a beautiful place to. I'd love to go to, to all out. my favorite parks that you don't know about because you would never know unless you go to them. Yeah. Like Belvedere, um, freaking 
with coastal ways. I just love all those parks. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, that is beach for sure. You know, it's it's hard because I want to get out there and start doing stuff like that again. But injuries, uh, injuries, and I want to wear hockey gloves like and go to Soldiers and Aurelia. You like hopefully not yeah. break anything. I should just go where there's a massive foam pit. And just they have one at Woodward in Tahatchee. It's pretty sick. Insert yeah. clip. before you try it for real at a skate park and then you shouldn't fall and break your entire body but i just think just indefinitely do the foam pit blue rodeo what are your guys thoughts they're awesome because you know what they do on tour what um they shoot they have hockey games with all the dudes on tour like the whole road crew yeah. and everything and it's like you know pretty sick yeah. um growing up i didn't really like try so much because it was like country and i was all like pantera but I respect them and they've been around for a long time and people I know who've worked with them said that, you know, they're pretty, pretty cool dudes. Right. Blue Rodeo? I, yeah, no, they're great. <laughs> I don't know why he's been sending me their links the entire past week. Dude, it's they're great. freaking me Fucking out. Blue Rodeo. I don't know if you're working for them or, or something like that yeah. now. It's no. probably just like him they're, trying to be funny. But... Yeah, literally did a few days ago, Blue Rodeo just popped in my head. I don't even... I've listened to them before. Like I hardly, I couldn't name a song, but try. I, I can't. The, the, the song's called Try. Oh, well, try. And I just had a great idea. I'm like, what if I just started texting Zach every few days about Blue Rodeo and then kept bringing it up? You know, wouldn't that be funny? Well, is it funny? It's been Tip, great. Leave in the comments below if that was funny. It and was even great. Worth it. Thank you. I just don't understand. <laughs> like, why? Uh, I don't know. Well, now you need to do that to him with an artist that isn't really well, now it's relatably not. relatable to him in some way or maybe yeah. tech. Like that's a country artist from a while in the 90s. So like now you'd send him some Bjork. See what happens. <laughs> some so, Bjork. That would be the same. Yeah. I'll, I'll go home and take the drop tune guitar that I have still tuned weird and put it to some Allison Chains. Yeah. There you go. So we need to do that. There you yeah. go. Um, I'm really stoked for the new Yoko album. Yeah. Um, Yoko Ono? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's, she's been great. She's been growing up an album for quite some time now. Zach's biggest influence. Are you producing it? Are you kidding me? That's a major deal. That, that'd be insane. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe John Lennon and Don Mike died on the same day. Anyway, moving on. I'm a huge Beatles <laughs> fan and Pantera. But, you know, Yoko Ono, I, I, I actually don't feel like she broke up the Beatles anymore after watching some of that thing that we were talking about last time. That's a bold statement. I don't think she broke it up. I mean, I think she was just there. I think it might have been annoying that she's there, but I don't think she had anything to do with the breaking up. Right, yeah. <clears throat> we brought uh, 
tons of guitars and backup basses and everything on tour. Didn't break one string the whole time. No, you never do, but you always have them. I always have them. Uh, yeah, but no, I've never broke a string live before. How often do you change strings for guitar? Well, when I'm, you know, when I'm only playing one song, when I'm only playing one song live, I don't change them. Oh, you see, I would change it every time. I don't change it. Really? Oh, yeah, because you don't know how long it's been sitting around for, and you forget, and you fuck with it, and the next thing you know, oh, you got to do the one song, better put a brand new string on for that one time, you don't want to fuck it up. At the same time, (laughs) when I, uh, if you know your guitars, and you know where where you're at with them, you can totally just not have to change them. Well, no, they were brand new strings, the guitar was just set up. Yeah. So it was ready to go, but when I'm like, at home and I play my guitar for recordings and stuff, I change them, you know, as they, as they break, as they break or like every four months, like, yeah, you know, I keep them in the cases and stuff too. So they're not like they're in good condition all the time. Pretty much. I got a good story for you on this one. Yeah. I mean, now, you know, from my guitar techs I've worked with, I've worked with some pretty good ones. A guy named Vegas told me that for Billy Duffy, he would change them every eight string, every eight songs. Yeah. So, you know, if they play eight, eight songs change strings but then a lot of guitar players have like weird tunings for weird songs and whatnot mm-hmm. when i was in thermocline i used a gibson and if you broke a string you could still play because it's like a locked bridge oh yeah i learned all the solos with each string broken so if it ever ever <laughs> happened because i was just you know <clears throat> kind of bored at that point because it was easy to play it i would just slowly go through them and once once in the song called barfly the string broke and i'm like oh my god and I did the other tuning and I, I, I was so happy. <laughs> it was like the best thing ever to just have that. Yeah. You know? So that happened. No one really, you, nobody knows. Yeah. You prepared for it and, to happen. So. And it happened. I yeah. just, oh my God. And then one time my strap fell and broke. That happened to me. And I was playing and I realized that the photo that we used for something was right when that happened and the strap is hanging down and I'm holding the guitar on my knee and you didn't even notice other than there's no strap. <laughs> it's like, I have a photo. Yeah. Somewhere. That happened to me a few years ago at the opera house. Uh, during my solo, I think, or right before it, it's, you know, just came off the left side and it fell and I was like, I had to fucking get on the ground and put it on my knee to finish the solo. The strap locks will unscrew. You need like Loctite or something. I use the, the Dunlop clip-in ones. They've never broke. Never broke. The pair that broke, that was like an older pair. They were different. Yet. I have a friend who really liked those and I bought them for him, but then I we looked at them and they're not for me. I don't know. I kind of like the little, little stirrup ones better. Yeah. But Loctite, I think. So drum stuff, Sabian. Yep. Sabian and Tell us. Yep. I'm stoked. It's my favorite brand. I've been playing them since I started and now uh, I have an endorsement with them, which is amazing. Yeah. It's sick. It's like the probably the thing that breaks the most. Yeah, that, that and drumsticks. Well, if there's anything in your band that you're constantly hitting with something, you know, like you think it'll break. <laughs> Didn't you just get an endorsement with? Uh, yeah, I just I just reached out to Vader, Vader. and I heard yeah. back from them, so that's really good. I'm really stoked about that. Um, for stands, I use DNAGuitarGear.com. They're awesome. It's I use it for the computer stand and for my little weird plastic guitar stands. You should check them out. Yeah. And they have like a five stand stand that can't be knocked over for your guitar and your computer. It can't be knocked over. I'll I'll find a place for that in my drum kit for sure. It's good for like if you have electronics and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So how are you liking? You just started playing the Roland thing. Yeah. How are you liking it? Scary. Scary. Yeah. It's kind of old. Because you just into no, it's 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 the best one if you're gonna play like electronic drums live. That's like the best one to get, but it. I, you know, I like it. it. It allows us to play electronic parts live, which is dope. Yeah. You can put any wave file and attach it to any yeah. pad. 
Yeah. I mean, cool. Thermocline we did also, that 20 years ago. It was like how we did the intro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We also use it to like queue up the next song as well. Beautiful. It has a lot of uses. It's great. That's really sick. And you can run like, other you triggers it. through it and whatnot. Do you ever have it problems with the triggering triggers without you wanting it to happen? Because it's no. a bass drum, it's too loud or anything. Okay. No, sick. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I also switched away from triggers on my kick drum, which is cool. Um, I'm just using a microphone in my kick now. So what are some upcoming dates for us to think about for Falset again? Do you have the albums coming out with a new single or video? Like what do you, what are all your new dates? Because well, we got to look April, forward to April eighth. Our new song comes out, Medulla Oblongata. May 6th, our new song, Monarch, comes out. And, and that's then, also the album? And then that's also the album name. Cool. Uh, so June 10th, the album, Monarch, comes out. Yeah. And is it going to be worldwide? Of course. Except uh, not in Russia. Where can they go to buy it? <laughs> Falset.co? No. Spotify, Apple Music, you know, wherever. But your website doesn't have links to that on sure. it. Sure, yeah, it will. So you can just go there. Sure, and, you can and we're it. also gonna uh, release CDs as well vinyl. as vinyl, limited run of vinyl. So we're really excited about that too. We should be doing a giveaway right now, where yeah. anyone who clicks here gets like a whole bunch of stuff. But I forgot to set it up, so it's not gonna have it. <laughs> All right, um, next time. Yeah. But <laughs> everyone watching this, go buy a T-shirt off Fallset.co, and out of the first. 100 people that buy a shirt golden ticket we'll pick one of those people and give you a second shirt for 50 percent off we'll give you a vinyl for free there you go that's yeah. better that's pretty good vinyl of the new album so there's one vinyl being given away yeah and we think we're going to do something like really cool and just have a really small limited run of vinyl and literally hand number them like one out of 50 or one out of 100 one out of 500 two out of 500 etc it's funny how like you know like it's hard to like get the pay for like you have like a show somewhere and you want to have a bunch of people to party with you kind of got to buy their tickets and stuff like that but if you can get a golden ticket that you can give away to like a super fan that kind of gets them into your guest list all the time mm -hmm. but you just have to be careful that you don't give away too many that'd be so awesome and so sick to have one that's almost tied to an nft of course yeah that'd be the best way to do it right yeah. and like this nft gets you into everything but that means every show you got to buy that person a ticket, you know, right? Or something like that. So how yeah. could you do that without getting locked into that horrible world of having to buy someone a ticket each show? I've been thinking about that. I think it's kind of neat. So I maybe... think it's really cool, but I think it's something that you have to wait until you have a really strong and wide fan base to. Yeah, you get can't into, start you know? marketing shit like that until you have a fan base. But I'm telling you this, I think you have started that path. Yeah, we, we definitely we have. Think about we have like a that. fan base out there, but not. It's not anywhere like we're taking this so much further than where we are right now right so once we're there we'll start doing cool and who knows what like falsetto look like you know five years from now two years from now maybe you'll change the band name maybe you're going to be a cover band and, and maybe it'll be girls in it maybe it'll be the same who knows it'll be it'll be not that but i'm but, trusting yeah. <laughs> it'll be not that. that you guys will probably keep it the same way for quite a long time and I, just based on the, the longevity i've seen throughout your what you've been following and doing and have you been brought up you know yeah yeah it's pretty interesting yeah man i need better questions um no your questions are great they're great what were you thinking when you no okay so uh shout out to andrew lamarsh you gotta do that who's what andrew who andrew lamarsh yeah i got i do you're right i have to shout out andrew lamarsh thank you so much buddy 
I love you. You're a beauty. There you go. Good Who's man. That? Great drummer from Ottawa. We'll, we'll, oh. we'll, we'll talk later, okay? okay. We'll talk later. What happened? Nothing happened. He's a great guy. Nobody's dead. No. Okay. Movies? Okay. Any new movies? Uh, movies? Or even series to watch? Didn't you go see uh, Batman yeah. last week? Pretty with... good. So just yes or no on Batman? Do we yes, go? yes, but <laughs> like nothing will beat the Dark, dark Knight for Batman. Right, yeah. but once you watch The Dark Knight, you can't watch anymore because it's gone. Yeah. Well... It's, it's, it's still it's a still rewatch it, right? It's no, a great it movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Video games? Video games? No. Just playing Call of Duty a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm like on Hearthstone. I can't get past Gold Five. It's killing me. Yeah. Maybe next month. Everyone's been talking about that new game called Elden Ring. What kind of game is it? I have no clue. Everyone just keeps talking. You heard that yeah. too, right? Like everyone's talking yeah, about so it. Is it the new Dark, Fortnite? Dark Souls? No clue. Shit, right? Does anyone play Fortnite? I've never played it. I haven't really played. Why is it so big and who cares? But why are they? Because it's like a different style of gaming. It's like the whole battle, battle royale. Battle royale thing. Yeah. It's like last man standing, like big fucking group of people. How big are the groups? I think a hundred or more or something. So like I played that. Tetris ninety nine for a while, but I got bored of it. Yeah. Ninety nine people playing Tetris oh, against yeah? each other. That was cool. Super Mario thirty five was cool. It's been deactivated. Mm-hmm. Like we have played live like ton of times, but not to this. Not to this level, right? With you know, and that that was sick, dude. It was so much fun. Now you have the, you have the experience of that. Now you can get that under your belt, and you have that on your resume. Yes, sir. Now you can get endorsements of that shit. Hey, ESP, we just played with one of the best guitar players in the world in Elville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. You, should, you can totally use what you did. I will try. I'll try again. Well, just blue rodeo it. Blue Rodeo, just yeah, send them a bunch of... Blue Rodeo, it means try. Give it a good old Blue Rodeo. That's their song. Right, you got that? Give it a good old try. Try. Yeah. Try. I better not content match on by singing it. Yeah. New record, we should throw to some some songs, you know, like, let's throw to Exodus. New record, new album, Exodus. We listen to it, it's pretty sick. Yep. Oh, that was pretty awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. All right, what else should we throw to? Um... <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's, let's do one of your. We can do Blue Rodeo, but we can do one of your a, songs. A few songs I've been listening to a lot lately is um, Five Days in May, Bad Timing, Till I Am Myself Again, When You Were Wild, I Owe It to Myself. And all of these can be found under Blue Rodeo's Spotify. Great band. Um, that's really all I can <clears> shout out. So, should we throw it to one of your singles? Sure. Uh, Love Me Like My Demons Do. This is Love Me Like My Demons Do featuring Chance and Zach of Falset. Boom, just put it right there. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how much. (laughs) I don't know how much you can play of this song before pre save the new album. YouTube will flag it, you know? Who knows? Maybe I'll just mime it. Play a little bit of it? Yeah. I don't know. I think, I don't know how. You see how that works, right? Well, you see there's ways around stuff. Yeah, you gotta like skip skip the. Well, I was just gonna take it and replace all the singing with uh, Eddie Murphy's Donkey. (laughs) Eddie Murphy's Donkey. (laughs) And that stops. Now I'm a blind talking donkey. All right, well, now that comedy hour is ending. Oh, we forgot to hit record. No. I mean, it could happen. Do you know if we hit record? Hey. How about this? Should we get drunk next time before the interview so we're a little more like 
fucked ooh, up. Ooh, I think we should question. get wasted. Drug, better question. Can we get drunk tonight? No, no, no. But before, we have a shot. like, we'll get wasted before the interview and then turn it on and be all no, no tables. Woo! We're just yeah. We're just like yeah. standing up in the fucking camera the whole time, like face in the camera. Lens, they would love to see being it. Fucked. They would love to see it. That'd be great. And we have to edit it though. You have how to do about, that, make sure you. How about we just cut right now? Now we go to the new video. Yeah. We're live. Here we are. Good evening, everybody. We're back and we're drunk. <laughs> it's happened. We did it. I wish. Dude, I love that jacket, man. Where'd you get that? I got it at Spencer Gifts. Spencer Gifts? Mm -hmm. Is it fitted? Nice. No. You don't get fitted clothes. No, okay, cool. You're not one of those people. How about you? Yes. Always tailored. Yes. Yeah. Of course. I go. I go into Sport Check. I buy my clothes. I bring it to the tailors. Is that Amber Crombie and Fitch or what is that? Yep. <laughs> is that what that is? Are yep. those? Damn, that's pretty. Amber style. Crombie and Fitch. Amber Crombie. Yes, sir. You know what? I've been wearing baggy clothes for like the last six months, and I've never been more in shape. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's because you got in shape that they're all baggy. Well, but it? well, it's just you know I just never really dressed in the way that you can see me. So just, everyone just assumes I'm fat, like I was before COVID. Just fat and lazy, not yeah. fat and fat, but like, you know. No, fat and fat. Yeah. But I am not going to be. All right, well, so we're going to go down to the Regal Beagle after this and see if Janet and Chrissy want to meet us there. Yep. But sure. I mean, Mr. Furley was saying probably he tried to tag along and Terry might be there, so he likes her, so I don't know. Maybe we can get Larry to come, but I think he just left. <laughs> I don't care. We should go to the bar, though. Yeah. I mean, now that we're wasted. Yep. Yes, sir. Well, oh, I think that I'm taking over now. I think that ends it. This is season two of the Musicians Insider with my special guests, Aaron and Zach. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Thanks for having us, Aaron. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you. Good stuff. Good Proud of you guys. Sweater, <laughs> All right. That was done. <laughs>